All right, welcome back to another episode of the We Love Gaming Podcast. This will be episode 31, but it is the continuation of episode 30. Mm -hmm. And today we are going over our top five. Top five, guys. Video coup games. de gras of the year. The best of the best. Yes, yep. yes. The creme de la creme. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. of, of 2020. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and get onto it. Uh, if you guys haven't checked out the first episode where we're giving our uh, top six through nine or top 10 through six, um, go ahead and check that out. That's episode 30. Uh, you'll have to see what we had there. And then we're also talking about what we were playing this week. Or I guess last if you're week. watching this now, that would have been last week. So, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah so we're just going to go ahead right into it. And we're going to give you our top five. So this is number five. So number, right five. Here, right? so number five for me this year in 2020, top five, starting it off was Miles Morales. Spider-Man oh, Spider Miles Morales. Okay. Nice. I really, really like this game. I know when they first announced it and they showed it, I was a little disappointed in the length. You know, I was kind of dogging it. Like, this isn't a full game. They're scamming us, charging us 50 bucks or whatever for the game. But, man, I really, really, really enjoyed this game so much. Like, I actually toyed with making it a little bit higher, actually. Dang. Even five, because it was so good. And I think what I loved about it so much was I loved Miles Morales. Like, the character. Okay, just the actual character. Yeah, like... Um, and the story, too. Like, I was actually really engaged. The story made total sense to me as I was playing it through. It was a solid, made-sense narrative. I know sometimes that's hard. Sometimes the narrative gets lost in the, in the game. Right. Like, you sure. don't really know what you're doing anymore. You know, I guys just go fight evil. I don't oh, really know. Oh, there's a lot of whys. Like, why is yeah. this happening? Why is that <laughs> yeah. happening? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, you just completely forget about what you're doing. and You just keep playing. But in this one, like, I totally knew what was going on. It made total sense. They integrated some of the characters in perfectly, you know. Uh, it flowed well. And then the character, Miles Morales, he's just, like, such a nice dude. He's, like, pure heart, you know. Like, he's just the kindest guy. Like, you just – you he's a great hero. Like, he's just a great hero, man. I, I liked him, honestly – more than I liked Peter Parker in Dang. the base Spider-Man game. Really? I I liked him more. I actually wanted to keep playing him more. Like, if I had a choice between the two, I'd prefer to keep playing Morales more in the next iteration of Spider-Man 2 or whatever they call it, mm -hmm. um, when it comes back around next generation. Um, and I got to play it in 60 frames per second with ray tracing, which, of course, doesn't hurt anything. Right. Um, but what I really love with the story, I loved how they ended it. Um, they left so no you beat loose. It. I beat it. Yeah, okay. I beat Spider-Man Morales. Um, I love the way that they ended it. I loved um how they, I don't want to ruin anything, but how they incorporated his friends into the ending. Um, I was like, I was like, whoa, like that was a great way of so and so finishing the story off, right? Like I was just kind of shocked about what happened. Right. Um, really enjoyed it. The Venom powers was really the only new thing they added as far as like the original You're talking about the electrocution? Yeah, the electrocution. Stuff? They call it Venom powers, which okay. there's a disconnect there. Yeah. But they call it like a shock powers or something, but they call it Venom powers. Right. Um, and it's basically just electricity. I had a lot of fun with the Venom powers. You felt really strong when you used them. What about the um, camouflage? The camouflage, I used that too. And there was a sweet ability that you could actually get that um, you can put on your suit that when you get noticed, it triggers the camouflage immediately. So you don't even have to remember to activate it. <laughs> oh, okay. and that's tight. Dude, it really made you lethal and stealth, you know? Mm -hmm. So there were instances where I was feeling like I was playing Batman. 
Yeah. You know, like it felt like Gotham Knights. I'm like, it made me really pumped for Gotham Knights. Okay. Like I was right. like, gosh, I can't wait to play Gotham Knights because this feels so solid. It feels so punchy. Um, it made me really appreciate it after playing God of God, Godfall because I talked about how I felt like the dodge was just broken. Right. In this game, it's buttery smooth. Nice. The moment that that you know that. Spidey sense triggers. Yeah, you're, you're moving, active, man. Yeah. You're His dodging. reflexes are quick. It feels man. so stinking fast and fluid and like fun. You feel invincible at times, you know, just when you're getting your combos linking together and fighting, and then your venom powers link in and your finishers and your takedowns. Like it's just so much fun, man. I had a lot of fun. And it was a little bit longer than I actually was expecting it to be. So it nice. was not long. It was definitely short. Um, but it was a little bit longer. But it felt fine. Like I felt like it didn't overstay its welcome. Nice. There's a lot of little things to do. It's a much smaller little section of the city uh, than the, the full Spider-Man is. Yeah. But they give you lots of little fun things to do and collect in there. Uh-huh. Um, just traversing around, kind of like watchdogs, collecting items and stuff. Um, I can't say enough. I'm looking forward to the next one. I really hope they continue and give Miles Morales a little bit more of the screen time more this gameplay. time around because yeah. I really enjoyed them. Or maybe in the next one, they'll let you choose. Maybe you can choose be between nice. which one you want to play, and then maybe you can go back and play the other one. Right, you can get like two playthroughs out of it because um, I really enjoyed him. He's just such a likable, nice kid. You just can't help but root for him. He does all the right things. Does all the right things. Um, super big fan of Miles Morales nice. in this in this game. So great game, man. Nice. I recommend it. When you guys get your PS Five, man, play that. Yeah, I can't wait immediately. Sure. I can't yeah, wait. Play it immediately. Yeah. All right, guys. So for my number five. It was previously your guys' six and seven. <laughs> okay. So my number five is Genshin Impact. So okay, so that made your top five. That made my top five. So I played this game on mobile and PC. Mm-hmm. So on PC, this game is buttery smooth. The graphics are incredible. You probably get 60 frames per second on PC, right? Yes. Shoot, so 60 that's FPS cool. and that's QHD, cool. this oh, game cool. looks beautiful. You have to put that on the PS5, yeah, man. That See one, how it looks yeah. there. So it got to the point where I couldn't play it on the mobile anymore. I feel like the mobile, like you're <laughs> playing Switch. Like this you're is a Switch, guys. Spoiled this is, already. This yeah. is Breath yeah. of the Wild Switch. Yeah. <laughs> and the PC is the PS5 Xbox yeah. Series X. So this game... I just love the world. Like, it rewarded you for exploration. I feel mm-hmm. more than Breath of the Wild. Yep. You can collect. I feel like your bag size was very generous. You could collect all the things you want. You reward for doing chests, little puzzles on how to get the chests. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, it, the world was the reason why I liked this game. I didn't play it as much as you guys. I didn't, you know, get super high level. Mm-hmm. But I just explored it. I just ran around. I love the combat. Yes, I love the combat system totally. in this game. I feel like the combat was so much more. Uh, it was superior to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I so. love that you can you know customize your group. You can mm-hmm. customize your abilities. Certain encounters, yep. you know, certain encounters. It just takes a button press to switch from range to melee. Yeah. to change your spells. You know, you use your cooldowns, your good abilities on one character. You switch to the next. Like it's just you can react to the world. And to me, Genshin Impact has one of the best worlds that I played in a long time. And you guys already said this: the cherry on top is it's free ninety nine. And I I would say even if this game was a sixty dollar game, it's still worth every penny. Like this just shows you know that games, the price doesn't matter. You know, 
Um, Make a good game, and I'll spend additional money in game. You know, like absolutely. You don't need to have a high price. People were spending like thousands of dollars on those, yes. on those, uh, those loot, loot of money, boxes. People just on YouTube were just people. showing you. Yeah, it was like packs. a YouTube yeah. brand of videos. It became like yeah. a, like a yeah, <laughs> just like, like a, a genre opening, of videos. Yeah, yeah like Genshin Impact hack openings. Yeah, so man. if you make a good game. You will be rewarded for yep. it, guaranteed. So, you know, I'd say the community doesn't lie in those things. You know, it's a good game. A good game is a good game, free or not. And, you know, this developer, I'm really excited to see what they release in the future. Are they going to make Genshin Impact into some sort of franchise? Are they going to have spinoff games in this world? Uh, I think they'll, they're really successful. They created something that internationally is awesome. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm really, I was really, you know, thankful to play this game. It was free. And I loved it. So that yeah, was my number I'm five. actually curious to see if, like, to find out if it actually ends. I know, right? Like, I don't, you know, because there's so much stuff to do mm-hmm. and so many yeah. things that you, you get just caught keep up going doing. and getting stronger and stronger. Yeah, like, dungeons. I kind of want to do, like, the main quest lines and just see if there's an actual ending to the game. Right. Or if it just keeps going, you know, yeah. what I mean? like, it just doesn't stop. But yeah. yeah, that's a good that's a good choice for five. It's a great game. It's hard to decide where it falls, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so unique. You, you see, it's yeah, like all it's different all over for the us. place. Yeah. yeah. But uh, from my number five, it's actually grounded. Nice. Ooh, nice. I was so, you loved that game, man. Yeah, man. That's a so, personal favorite of yours for so, sure. So you know, grounded. If it's you guys a don't pick. know, <laughs> yeah, if, grounded. If you guys don't know, is uh, available on Game Pass. Um, it's like a, a, a beta or something like that. Early yeah. access on Steam. Steam, Steam yeah. yeah. So uh, with Steam, they're able to do they're able to have a lot more access to the game than you know the people on Xbox because right. they're able to get like um, I guess like the early early access to all of the uh, extra DLC that they're adding or the updates that they're adding um, to be able to just explore it and play around mm-hmm. with it. Right. But it's really intriguing, like um, the details and the different uh, thoughts that they have that they're adding into this game. You know. Um, when I had originally played it, you know, it was just, you know, the backyard and you don't really have much of a story, but it's just surviving. And the fact right. that you got to survive against ants, you got to survive against spiders, spiders yeah. uh, stink bugs, ladybugs. You know what I mean? Uh, a crow eventually came in the picture, uh, but uh, also like weevils and, and different things like that. Aphids, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's like so many different creatures in this world that you can interact with. And um and it was cool how you know you're you're sitting there scrounging up pebbles and sticks or whatever to try to make weapons and then you're using those weapons to kill bugs that will help you make other weapons mm-hmm. so it's like you know it's like this progression and you're able to sit there and like collect a bunch of stuff and try to build yourself like a little mini castle or a hut if you want you know uh, but it was literally just about surviving in your backyard Mm -hmm. and um you know they added uh new additions like the koi pond where they have like a special um lab that's like underneath the the pond or whatever so it's like in the pond with you know like a a koi fish that's like really um i guess has some like uh really valuable um materials that come from it if you are able to kill it and whatnot um the crow that drops the feathers all that stuff it's a lot of stuff to do and, like, just going into, like, an anthill tunnel and then just, like, trying to survive in there mm-hmm, and, yeah. and just, like, you know, scope it out. Um, being able to take, like, the body parts that you get from some of the, the bugs that you kill or the, 
you know, whatever, and being able to use those as like armor pieces and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like it literally makes it so like everything is usable mm-hmm. in the game that you come across. Like there isn't there isn't like one thing that you come across and then it's like it's trash. Like you can literally use rose petals, you can literally use spider webbing, you know, everything. You know, you, you come across it. So um I just thought it was a great game and the fact that it was on Game Pass for free just made it that much more better. And the fact that, you know, it's almost like you get um, like a seat at the table with the game developers, right? Like, you know, most of the time when you hear about the betas and stuff like that, they have like a beta and it's like a closed beta. Or sometimes it's open, but you only get like a small portion of the game or whatever. But you're literally playing this game as it's being built and, and, um, and revamped and you know and modified or whatever like you get to see all of the changes experience all the things so you're you're in a sense like the beta tester for this game you know what i mean so if you have any problems you can message them let them know if you had any ideas you can hit them up on twitter let them know your ideas they will incorporate stuff they have uh zip lines now they have uh elevators of of some type you know different things like that to help traversing the backyard uh, be much more easier because sometimes mm-hmm. it can be daunting when you got to go from one side to like the other side or whatever. But you know you gotta make that truck and hope that a wolf spider doesn't get you. But um, I just I thought that Grounded was a well done survival game, and I've played. Yeah, they I've, they absolutely. and they nailed the scale with that. Like you feel like you're a little kid Honey, in the forest. The yeah, <laughs> I sure the kids like they really sure. they really deliver that feeling. You know, like it definitely nails that. Um, like I want a little more direction when I jump when I start a game. Like yeah. I, it's one of my peers with arc right. like when they just throw in a game i just don't know what i'm doing i need a little more direction but yeah like they nailed a lot of great things and i know it's another development but mm-hmm. um yeah it was a really cool game man like we had fun that night for sure yeah and they started to have they have like slight um directions you know because you have like a, a little quest line thing yeah. that's up there yeah, so it does give you small direction it doesn't like pinpoint where but it'll kind of like guide you in the right yeah. direction, but it's definitely a fun game to play with others. Mm-hmm. Like if you have uh, three or four other, you know, three other people to play with or, or whatever, or just one other person mm-hmm. to play with, it makes it that much more enjoyable. You know what I mean? Cause you guys are trying to survive together. Right. So yeah. it's really cool. But yeah, so that's five. So yes. let's move on to four. All right. So my number four game of the year, top 10 for 2020 is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. Nice. Got, so, four. Nice. got four. Got right. four. It's really, really good. And it, to be honest, had it been many other years or there isn't, I think there were some really great masterpieces this year. Like, I feel like my top three are like all masterpieces in my opinion, which is rare to have that many masterpieces in a year. But I did have that many, I feel that this would have could have been like my number one game of the year. Like it's really, Damn. really, really good. Like I was really shocked about how well it looked mm-hmm. um, when I first played the game. I mean, of course I'm playing on a PS five. So I have, you know, the ray tracing 60 frames per second, but it was just an improvement even from Odyssey. And remember, this is a PS four game, right? And so like, as I'm playing this and I was thinking to myself, it's like, gosh, man, what were they doing at CD, CD project red? Like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Like I know it had some bugs, but, a normal amount like any new game has when it comes out yeah and this is fine like this engine's fine enough like this is a good engine i don't know what they were doing to make it so unplayable on the ps4 like i just don't know what goes into that but this game ran runs great it looks wonderful it looks excellent um 
I loved the combat from the moment I started playing it. The combat was a lot of fun. You know, the stealth mechanics are cool. The boss fights are kind of new and interesting and unique, kind of like what we nice. talked about in that trailer where you actually have a boss fight with the health bar. Yeah. And you got to like kind of like figure out how to beat him and defeat him. Um, another neat thing that they added this time around was they kind of took the Breath of the Wild route and you just climb anything. Like okay. there isn't like these preset like white marks on the thing that you can grab and see the path to climb up. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Ghost of Tsushima did, yeah. where you can kind of see the only way you can climb. Right. As if this is plausibly climbable, you can climb it. That's dope. If it's not plausibly climbable, you can't. Like it's Genshin I, Impact, dude. it's like Genshin Impact. <laughs> yeah, they they took like it, that's so much. It's so cool. I feel so free in like Valhalla. I know I can just go wherever I need to go. I can get there. Um, like if you're if you're traversing a mountain and you come across a part that's like frozen solid, but like you know you know the the ice spears you yeah. can't climb that right okay. but you wouldn't be able to normally right yeah. but if it's a rock side you don't have to see where you can climb just go and he'll climb because like plausibly there'd be somewhere to grab there right we always think that right as we're like yeah. playing a game it's like come on how can you not climb that yeah. obviously you could so this game they they unlocked that so you have like dope. full roam full freedom to climb go wherever you want nice um as I mentioned in the previous podcast on what we were playing right now, right now is I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, so I'm very much into it right now. Mm-hmm. But another cool thing is they added like this constellation of abilities, and it's like hundreds of abilities, man. Like it's just a literal constellation of stars and abilities you can collect. Um, and so every level is like super exciting. Like every level you get is like a lot of fun. Um, it's really cool. Like I get so pumped when I see like a gear uh, chair. Uh, treasure emblem on my map i'm running to it man i'm grabbing it and you get new weapons new gear which is what i wish ghost of Tsushima did mm-hmm. different types of weapons you know to play around with the flail is a lot of fun swords axes two hundred axes one hundred axes um it's just like i've been really enjoying the heck out of it i can't i'm still blown away about how awesome it looks it's like it's not it's not the last of us two level detail and looks but man it gets close mm-hmm. and it's like this is good man this is really really good yeah, you don't have to be the Last of Us too. Like with sorry, CD Projekt Red, like etc. You don't have to be that. Like this is really good. Like it may not quite be there, but man, it is close and it's it's bug free. Like I don't have a whole bunch of issues. It plays very smooth. I don't have these frame rate dips. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. I'm just really having a blast with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It makes me super excited for Far Cry Six. Like I can't wait to Ooh. see what that's going to be like because Ubi is really that. impressing to me. Like they always seem to do a little bit better every time they release a new Assassin's Creed game. Um, I recommend it, man, to everybody. It's really great, yeah. really, really great. I'll sure. try that one out. All right, guys. So for my number four, this one really surprised me. And shout out to Game Pass because you made it possible for me to try it. <laughs> so, number four for me is the Untitled Goose Game. Wow. Now, really? This wow. game is a masterpiece, man. What? Hear me out. This game <laughs> oh is my a gosh. masterpiece. That's a left field so, for sure. Yeah. This game is a puzzle stealth game. <laughs> now you're like, what? A stealth game? So, you're a goose in this game. And you're in a town. As you do certain things, you unlock different pieces of the town. And it's a puzzle game. So the main features of the goose is you can pick things up. You can uh, make a noise. You could honk. And then you can kind of like go prone and kind of go stealthy. So with these (laughs) mechanics, you have to do certain things. So in each town, you have a checklist. So I'm not going to spoil the puzzles. But like, for example, the first area, you have to, you know... um, get a a hat off somebody's head so you're like hmm, i'm a goose how am i just gonna grab you know a hat off of somebody's head right. um 
Another one is you have to break a kid's glasses. So there's all these crazy, <laughs> funny things that you have to do. Yeah, that's funny. And you have to get creative with the world, you know? Okay. So you're like, okay, how can I make a sound that causes a reaction that makes somebody drop something, you know? So in some certain situations, you'll have to, you know, tie somebody's shoes when they're not looking. In some situations, <laughs> when someone go, you're going to have to make a sound so they go look, you'll have to steal something. It's just, it's so funny. And you have to get so creative that it it just makes an awesome viewing experience. So let's say some like when I was playing, my wife was watching me. She's like, oh, you need to do this. Oh, you need to do that. It's one of those games where if you're playing it, everyone in the room will get into it. Mm-hmm. It got good you know, reviews on Metacritic for an indie puzzle game. Um, I think it was free on PlayStation Plus at one point. I think on launch it may have been. I'm not sure. I don't know. But I played it on the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um and when I finished the game, it just saddened me because I just wanted more levels. I fell in love with this little goose, you know. It, I was it was popular. I was it, people loved it. It, it was an that. awesome game, so I highly recommend everyone try this puzzle game. Number four, and wow. you will not be disappointed. This game was a shocker. I played it because. It was free, and I saw a couple reviews on it, and I like puzzle games, so I just wanted to give it a try. And instantly when I played it, I was hooked. Um, I didn't beat the game in one sitting, but I pretty much played through this game constantly, and I was very sad when I beat it. So that was why it was my number four of the year. It came out in December of 2019, so barely just made it. Good argument. You're very sad when you finish. Okay, that means something for sure. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, number four for me was actually Ghost of Tsushima. Wow. So the reason the reason why it got high up there for me is because I thought that it was still a Mm -hmm. a noteworthy game, regardless of you know any of the previous hate that we've given it when we've ever discussed it or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Some of the things that you know I wish would have been different. You know, might might have been like the character and like how he was portrayed different things like that um maybe like a little bit of the combat but like ray was saying um you know the duels were uh really awesome they were almost like movie scenes mm-hmm. in a sense you know with the the way that they started off and then the way you're you're in the fight it's like different from all the other battles um the the fact that once you start getting some of the uh higher up abilities and whatnot you're starting to be able to to chain attacks and be able to to take out like large crowds of dudes easier it Mm -hmm. kind of feels like your skills are increasing in a sense you know what i mean because you become more proficient in killing uh doesn't you can't really get anything where it's like your your strikes hit harder or anything like that but you just become uh like it doesn't require as much effort, you know what I mean? You throw a smoke bomb down, they're distracted, boom, you're hitting one, you're cutting another, you're cutting another, and then you can do that again, or you can go into yeah, OP, a different move, you know, with throwing <laughs> something else, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, um, I like that you can see the progression, the progression of Sakai as he gets more comfortable with the position that he's trying to go into to, to be able to survive. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like the fact that, um, you know, like Ray was saying before, uh, that they kind of like shame you for going stealth or, or whatever, saying it's dishonorable and whatnot. Uh, but I kind of just ignored it after a while. Yeah. 
you know, the, that story, that part of the story didn't really phase me after a moment because it's like, okay, this is just, this is just dumb. You guys are just going to say whatever. So I'm just going to execute people in front of you just to see if you say anything. You know what I mean? I'm going to, I'm going to like assassinate somebody in front of my uncle to see if he, if he happens to, if it triggers like uh dialogue, that's like, that no, that is safe yeah. or whatever, but it yeah. doesn't do anything. Yeah. So it's literally just the way the story is going to go. It's how it is. I don't. I think that even if you did not ever assassinate anybody, besides the one time that they introduce it, it would still be in the storyline. The Mongol would still talk to your uncle and tell him how shameful you are because you're you're doing uh, dishonorable things and all that stuff. You know, he would still say it. So that part is kind of like it's disappointing that they wouldn't actually uh, invest time into that. You know, to make it a little bit more intricate. Um, with mm -hmm. the with the with those details as far as you know the game goes, but other than that, like aesthetically, the freaking land looks beautiful. Like all of the trees, like you know the animals, mm -hmm. all of the stuff. Like you said before, the way that they utilize damn near every animal that's in the game, except for maybe like boars or something like mm -hmm. that. They serve a purpose, you know. So like the birds, they serve a purpose. The freaking uh, foxes, they serve a purpose, you know. So yeah. butterflies, they serve like a purpose. You know what I mean? It, so it's kind of cool, like how how the uh, the world interacts with you. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Not you interacting with the world. So um, that is what I liked about it. Um, uh, I did like some of the the costumes and the getups and whatnot. You know, the attire. Although I do wish that it was way more RPG totally elemented. Yeah. You know, so that you could actually gain like a different sword. I mean, you were able to. Uh, uh, to upgrade, so uh, yeah. I stand corrected. You were able to upgrade your sword mm -hmm. and your armor to be a little bit more stronger mm -hmm. and whatnot. Um, but it wasn't like you know you just had the same sword. You weren't loot you could, hunting. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. weren't loot hunting. So that part was gone. Um, there were some weapons that you could hunt, which I thought was kind of cool. Some weapons and armor that you could actually um, do like a type of quest line to do. I think you mm -hmm. you decided to fight like these these big guys mm -hmm. to be able to get like a certain piece of armor. Mm -hmm. You know, after you were done with all of that. So there were some uh, mythological grinds that you could do, um, which were kind of cool. But I just enjoyed the gameplay. And I still feel like it deserved like a top spot in my book. Um, because I, I don't feel like it wasn't quite a masterpiece. But I feel like it was just there. Like they just needed to do a couple more things. And they would have it would have been there. So yeah, that I definitely was had a lot more problems with it. But um, yeah. But yeah, you know, I get it. I get why a lot of people like it too. It was a pretty game. I just feel like it was also a success of the time it launched because there was so much outrage over The Last of Us 2. Mm. That so you think it piggybacked off of that? So you're saying people rebound to this? Yes. Oh, okay. I felt like this was a rebound. Like, we need we need a champion. The Last of Us 2 wasn't the champion we so wanted. This is it. So this is the champion that we wanted because look at it. It meets more of the parameters that we were hoping for in a game. And so it just became like... I just hate Last of Us 2 so much. I want this game to win. Like, oh, we need Ghost of Us. To, we need Ghost of Shima to win. Like, this is the one that we need to all get behind. And I think a lot of the people who did, who were talking that way or acting that way, all over the place. It was like all over the place. Um, we just really hadn't played The Last of Us 2, in my opinion. Um, but even if you didn't like like The Last of Us, 2, like even if you didn't like some things about The Last of Us 2, you can't deny certain things about it. You can't. You can't. You just can't mm -hmm. deny certain things about it. You cannot deny. Um, the mastery of that game. 
Um, so I just think it was like it was like a little bit of like a it gained a little bit of steam because of the hate on Last of Us Two. People always want to champion every year, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, so. from the beginning, from the beginning when uh, either of those two were announced, we already knew that we were gonna to get both of those games. So yeah, you know, I I tried not to let any of that other stuff. You yeah, know, me neither. I didn't look at any of the spoilers. Like I didn't look at any of what was going on with Last of Us Two. Right. Either Ghost, either. I mean, we watched the presentation gameplay they showed. Right. I watched the trailer of Last of Us 2, but I wasn't getting into any of the walkthroughs. Yeah, I didn't check the out the leaks. The leaks exactly. on either one of the games. So I went in both completely my own opinion, my own perspective. And um, that's just how I felt, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah. But yeah, so uh, on three. to number three. Top three. Um, My top three, man, are just, man, are just, uh, are such great games, but. I had to pick an order. And so the order I'm going in is number three is Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that was a great game, man. Um, I have it as my ringtone. I just think the music is incredible. Hmm. It's beautiful. Um, it's gorgeous looking. The game looks absolutely stunning. Um, the combat is absolutely flawless. Um, it's Metroidvania, which is one of my favorite genres of games. Um, the story is interesting. Uh, the way that they incorporate movement for platforming is totally unique and totally incredible. I mm-hmm. absolutely love it. It feels it feels great too, like it feels fluid and wonderful. Um, I, I just for me there isn't a whole lot that I can say bad about or in the or in the world of West. To me, it's it's about as perfect as a Metroidvania can actually possibly get. Okay. Um, I can't really think of another Metroidvania except for maybe Hollow Knight that is anywhere near the caliber that this game is. Um, you, I mean, if you play it, even if you do watch on Twitch or something like that, you just see how gorgeous the world is and the world kind of like transforms and molds with you. You kind of like upgrade and change the world as you move along. Hmm. Um, and if you see the combat, you have like such sweet weapons, such sweet abilities. They all feel really wonderful, really fun. Um, and like I said, the platforming is great and the music is absolutely incredible. The characters are wonderful or in the world of wisp is just the epitome of, perfection when it comes to game design in my opinion for this particular type of game so uh or in the world of west easily in my top three and uh i recommend it to everybody especially if you have game pass what are you doing play it now um keep trying to tell you guys to play these games so i'm still i'm so still good. i'm still in ori in the blind forest <laughs> yeah. so that game i can't wait to try yeah this one but that game it blew my mind yes, because dude. i've always seen it and i judged it for yeah. what i saw and Honestly, how it looks from an outsider's perspective and how it plays, they could be too different. You're because right. from a screenshot, it it can't capture what the game is. It's 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 crazy, but so Dude, far I can't wait to for, or in the blind forest, man, when you get to an end of a zone and I don't know if you made it that far yet, but when you get to the end of a zone, um, the world's like falling down around you because you end up doing something that mm-hmm. kind of like breaks the ecosystem up because you have to. Mm-hmm. And you're like on a mad dash chase and it's like everything's falling down around you you're trying to dodge and get around and it's like your heart's pounding and they have like this music playing that's like haunting and gorgeous and beautiful and you're just like oh my gosh this is such an experience and like i wish they kept that in the will of the wisp they didn't um that was one of the coolest parts about ori and the blind forest was just the ending to each zone was just like so cool 
Um, but it is uh, definitely an experience. It's an experience. You can't you can't wa- you can't see screenshots and you really yeah. got to play it. And it is that's a great game. I can't wait to try. Yeah, you're gonna the love the World of West. It goes in a little bit of di- different direction, but it's so good. I just I love it so much. So I adore it. Or in the World of West, everyone play it, especially if Game Pass. Mark, you're up. <laughs> All right. So my number three is wasteland three okay okay right. i was wondering if this would make your list so these types of games um i played mutant year zero road to eden and this is what unlocked me liking these XCOM tactical strategy games and since i played that game every game that's in the same genre i play i play because i'm looking for something because i beat that game and when i finished it i didn't Sometimes you know when you're going to finish it. Sometimes you're going through the story or a certain time duration. Mm-hmm. I beat this game. I'm like, it's over? I, wait, what? Like, And since then, I've been trying to find other games that will fill that void. And you know, I want to mm-hmm. play that game more. So I found a game that's actually better than Mutant Year Zero. Wow. And that's Wasteland 3. And the reason being is because, one you have the complete freedom to create your characters, your squad, customize everything mm-hmm. to how you look, to your abilities, to your stats, to your skills. You create your team. So for me, I was able to translate what I liked and what worked for Mutant Year Zero, and that's exactly how I created my squad. So I had a long-range, stealthy sniper. Mm-hmm. I had a upfront brute who he took all the attention. And then I had my mid-range jack-of-all-trades who was good at, you know, doing technology and doing lock picking. And Mm -hmm. he was like the, the, you know, the the Swiss Army knife. Mm -hmm. So I took what I liked from Mutant Year Zero and I I used it in in Wasteland. That's cool. And I felt like I was a part of the world. The the NPCs in Wasteland and the story is very good. Every character, every, like, the scenery, everything is, like, you're in the game. When you create the characters, it's like you're a part of the world. The maps are also incredible too. Like I, it's like when I play Diablo and I like to you know um, loot and find all the little hidden chests and things. Wasteland Three has that aspect. So you go and you try to find every container. You try to get all your loot, all your currency. Mm-hmm. Um, it's cool finding gear. You can find gear in that game. Yeah. So it's fun just searching and mm-hmm. and, and playing the game, and it, and it gives you incentive just like Genshin Impact to every inch you know don't leave any stone unturned so i like games like that it gives you a lot to it gives you a lot to do and you feel a sense of accomplishment when you complete a map mm-hmm. right so you can just complete one zone and feel like all right i i did something and the story is great um there's a lot of content in this game there's a lot to do there's replayability because you can try different builds um you know you can hire mercenaries you mm-hmm. can there's just so much customization and freedom at the same time, you know, there's a story, there's a narrative that you can go along with. Um, so I, I really love these tactical turn-based games. You know, it feels like as a child, I used to play a game called Hero Clicks. It, it was like a miniatures game. And every time I play these games, I feel like I'm playing Hero Clicks. Hmm. So that's why I love these games. Wasteland 3 brings it to another level because there's all these RPG elements. Mm-hmm. So it brings like, you know, it's like a merger of you know a lot of a couple things that I like. So Wasteland Three, you guys got to give it a try if you have Game Pass. Um, it, it's a it's a must play if you like these types of games. Yeah, I thought it was a really cool game too. I, I toyed with putting it on my list, but I didn't feel like I had played it enough to really give it an opinion all the way. 
but I did enjoy my time with Wasteland 3. I mean, I remember even coming up to the zone, like after you finish like the final section of the first part and mm-hmm. you come to like that boss, he's like the tough guy. And like I said one thing that was right and he was like, oh, yeah, I like like you guys. And then I said one thing that was wrong and I was actually like, darn, like, I was like actually hurt, like in my heart, like I'm like, that I didn't meet what he wanted me to say, you know, like, yeah, because the story was like it was very well voice acted. Um, it felt pretty real. The world, the world felt pretty real. Like, yeah, it's a really cool game. Like, um, had I put more time into it and I fallen more in love with it, then I'm sure for sure would have made my list too. That was a tactics but, uh, game, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a 3D version of like um, Advance Wars, right? Yeah, I think like I that, yeah. I remember us playing it like once or something like that, once or twice. Mm. It a, it's a single player, a single player, yeah, yeah. Single player game. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's worth giving it a shot, and you can get lost in just the endless customizations. I love just thinking about different builds. Like I feel like I could keep like starting the game over, and I don't know, it would just be fun, cool. you know, to it's me. Cool, I, lo- yeah. I love, I love, cool I love that game. Really, really cool game. Um, yeah, that was my number three. Okay, so yeah, so my number three was Destiny Two. Nice. So the reason why it made number technically. Last expansion. light, right? Yeah, well, it'd be it'd be beyond light. Beyond light, yeah, yeah, yeah because that's yeah. that's what I'm counting as the expansion. Um, I actually didn't start playing it again until uh, this year, mm-hmm. and that was because I knew the expansion beyond was light, coming yeah. out, and so I just wanted to check out the other stuff. But in all actuality, um, all of the previous stuff was pretty cool. Like um, the Forsaken expansion, um, I thought was was pretty awesome. Um, they had some interesting stuff that they had in there. I thought that was cool. Um, I can't, I don't know if it was for, I don't know if Forsaken was the one that was on the moon or whatnot, but there was like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of different add-ons that, that Destiny 2 has already mm-hmm. done that I thought were really fun. And I enjoyed playing through the game, right. you know, playing some of those, uh, missions and stuff like that. But when Beyond Light came out, man, it was like, it was almost like, uh, it changed like there was a lot of different aspects that were added to the game that weren't there before. Mm-hmm. You know, the the fact that the ice abilities, you know, that you had the different grenades, but you didn't just, like, get them off top. It was like you had to do missions um, and kind of progress to, like, unlocking, mm-hmm. you know, all of those uh, different abilities. Right. And there's still, there's still other abilities that I haven't even unlocked yet, you know, like, uh, or different aspects. Like, you know, you can mod some of the uh, b- abilities that you have, um, but you have to do like a certain quest line um, from the stranger in order to be able to unlock it and even get the mods that she sells right. to be able to do that. But they would make them, you know, react differently. But um, at first when I was playing it, I was just like, okay, you know, I throw a grenade and it's an ice wall. And yeah, if I trap something in the ice wall, it's like, cool. I might be able to shoot at it and blow up, the, you know, break down the ice wall or whatever, but it's kind of like they're frozen and I might be able to do some action. Um, you know, you had like the little ice daggers and stuff like that because I was playing as a hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and that stuff was cool. But I didn't really understand uh, some of the abilities until I started unlocking more abilities. So once I started to play through uh, more of the quest lines and things, uh, they started adding other things like where you could jump up in the air and then do like an ice slam. And so it would uh, it would give like a little pulse AOE of like an ice blast or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I combine that with the ice wall grenade, which I thought was weak sauce because it's the first one they give you, um, it, it's actually pretty wicked. 
You know what I mean? Like you throw this this grenade, it creates an ice wall that you can put in the middle of a bunch of enemies. Sometimes mm-hmm. you trap some and sometimes they're separated. But if you come down and immediately ice slam that wall, that wall explodes and yeah. it becomes like a huge shrapnel like, storm right yeah, right yeah, yeah. So it's just like decimating things that are within its range or like really hurting uh, you know, the bosses and stuff like that. That got caught in that blast. It's neat. So it was kind of like, okay, I, I can try to finesse this by like throwing that and then just, you know, I'm throwing a grenade and immediately jumping in the air to slam down, you know, to do like a combo and stuff. So that was kind of, that was like it's really the first fun. time in Destiny's history where you're interacting with your own abilities. Yeah, 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 where you're able to almost like combo stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because where you before really you just did abilities, but now you're like interacting with your own ability. Which yeah, is so sweet. I mean yeah. like, you know, with the hunter, you know, you just had the uh the the storm strider or whatever, which you know, he would just do rapid succession hits with his power. And you know, and that was just the ability, you know? What I mean, you might have like a little punch or whatever, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Then you have like the uh the void hunter, uh you know, who would use his, his bow. And then, you know, you have, like, the Nova Blast or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, we're able to shoot. But that was just it, you know what I mean? It might add, like, extra DPS to it or right. whatever. But And then, um, you know, with the Golden Gun, you know, you're just firing off one shot, maybe three shots or whatever to kill stuff. But this one, um, it felt like, you know, you're throwing, your, you know, your ice power out there. And then it's encompassing the whole area. Some guys are getting frozen. Some aren't. You're able to capitalize on that with the slam. Boom. Breaking them apart or shooting them down or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're able to throw the grenade. You're able to do that slam on that. So just the, the slam is really like the OP part cool. of, of the ability because it adds like that extra to it. I mean, you can still do stuff if you pump enough bullets into the ice wall. Uh-huh. It'll blow up. And then, you know, and they had the other one where it was like a, a heat-seeking almost like cryo. A grenade that would like freeze one guy and then trail to another guy and freeze him, but you only got two. And I was like, okay, that's cool. It's like a guaranteed freeze, but it's only two guys. Like I want, I want a possibility to freeze like more guys or decimate more. You know what I mean? And then there was another one that was just a slow, slow ice uh, freeze or whatever, but it took too long. You know, it was almost as it was slower than the uh, the the super ability. So I wanted something that would be quick and responsive that I could that I could pounce on. But um, you know, the guns. You know, the the shooting has always been great in that game. It's never been crappy. Right. Um, so, you know, all of the guns, they've always been cool. All of the events, those have always been fun to participate in. Mm-hmm. So the game has has uh, has managed to, to capture my interest again. And the only reason that I ever really stopped before is that I didn't want to keep paying for DLC. Um, because I felt like, you know, it was just like I, I sh- I'd rather just move on to another game, you know, than to pay $20 and be halfway there. You know, so, but the fact that it's on Game Pass has now made me so like, okay, I'll, you know, I'm getting it for free. I'll throw an extra $10 just to get the season pass for sure. mm-hmm. and be able to level up quicker with it or whatnot. So, um, bottom line is, is it brought me back uh, with this expansion and I've enjoyed, you know, nice. every minute that I've played of it. You know, it doesn't feel as excruciating as a grind as like Destiny 1 if you've never played Destiny 2. Um, but it's it's fun, and you know if you get the season pass ten dollars, it's really rewarding. Mm-hmm. Like you're nice. always getting something every that's level, mm-hmm. so that's always been fun. So that's my number three. Yeah, nice. It's a cool now, one, man. On to the top two. Dang, top two. This is it, man. This, this is the real is decision it. maker, right? Yeah, yeah. This is this is where that thin line, <laughs> you know, is right there from one and two. It's real close. They you're should at be the neck top and of neck. The mountain here, right? Yeah, you're yeah. The they should the be real here. close. So go ahead, Ray. Give us your number two. All right. So my number two this year was Hades. 
Okay. Ooh. Yeah, Hades right. is my number two this year. Um, yeah, I was really blown away by this one. Like, I was expecting a good game. Um, because Super Giant, they just make really good games, you know, and I've always liked their games. So I was expecting something good, but I wasn't expecting something this good. This good, huh? <laughs> this is really, <laughs> really good. Um, I know I've raved about it many a times on the podcast in the past, but um, I can't tell you enough how well voice acted this game is. I can't tell you enough how well designed this game is, um, how clever it is, uh, innovative it is. Um the way that they tell the story in between deaths make, you know, dying more than just like a reset button. Like it's like an integral part of the game, you know, in its way it tells its story and how it presents each section, um, how they decided how long it would take an individual to beat the game. So you got the full story out of all your deaths. It's mm-hmm. it was just fascinating to me. Um, every single character that I ever came in contact with in this game was beautifully voice acted and unique and stylish enough that uh, they felt, you know, special. Every character, every single one of them, um, you know, uh, the writing was so well done. It wasn't just, you know, how they did it, but it's how well they did it, too. So the, the method in which they delivered their story was innovative and interesting, but how well it's done, too. Like, you can't wait almost to die. It's weird. Like, you're having fun playing, but you're fine dying. Because you know you get to go back. You get a new part of the story. Yeah, you get to go back. You get to find out what their what dialogues pop up, and you're like you can't wait to go over there and click those question, you know, those the 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 exclamation marks to hear the new dialogue and progress the story and see what your father's telling you this time That's around. Dope. Yeah. Um, even after you kill certain bosses as you're moving through the level, you know, like the, your father might ring out because he's kind of watching you as yeah. you're moving on. You know, like, um, and then to just go back onto the combat, man, like. Man, it's it, so I raved about the story and the way they told it, and, and you know how you don't even mind dying now. You almost look forward to it, but the fighting is so much fun. Like you have like a, a choice of I think it's like six or seven different weapon types. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's so dope about it is the 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 affects you get change the way your weapons actually perform. Hmm. So it's kind of like a little bit like Diablo. You know, like Diablo when like. You have an ability, and then you find like a piece of gear that like changed it. Uh-huh. Like maybe you throw out two zombies, but you find a piece of mm-hmm. gear that changed those zombies to like boars, and you throw four of them out now. Yeah, right, it's right, like, right. oh, dude, that's a sweet. Like that's how this feels. That's dope. Like you, you, it, you change the way your uh, weapon functions so much that it's like so fun. And, like, you can't wait, you know, to go back and try again and grab another weapon and find its affixes and see how much it changes and then trying to get that perfect build. Because it's a roguelike. You're trying to get that perfect build. And another thing they do really great, too, man, is, like, every run feels so worth it. Like, um, you come back with enough goodies. Like, you come back with things. Like, you don't come back with, like, all your upgrades and everything, but you come back with, like, a lot of cool goodies, and you – you like you can upgrade your 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 house of Hades. You know you can add new things. You can add new things to the actual world. Okay. So like you can go like to, to the construction workers and like they have blueprints to add actual things to the world. That's like cool. maybe like health a health pool or maybe they add gold to all the pots in the room. <laughs> so you want to go kill all the pots now to collect the gold. Like yeah. they add things to the world itself. Um, and not to mention how freaking incredibly beautiful the game looks like if i was to say that there was a game that looked better than aura in the will of the wisps i would be like you're lying there's no way but hades probably even looks even a little better as beautiful as ori looks like hades looks even more gorgeous 
Like I've just stopped and just looked. Like when you get to the zone end, you just go out, you stand there. And then the narrator, the way he's narrating is so funny because, like, he's commenting on, like, what you're doing. And he, like, and now he goes and grabs the, 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 the map on the side of the road. <laughs> like, it's like, and the, and the guy's like, shut up, man. You know, like, he kind of, you know, talks to the narrator. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, so well voice acted. Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, he's, like, there. breaking the third wall kind of thing. Like, um, it's just really, really good. It's, it's a 10 for me. Like, the problem is, like, my top two games are, like, 10s. And it's like, I don't really know which one's better than the other one because they're so in freaking incredibly good that I can't say enough good about them. Um, so stop wasting time again and go buy Hades and play that game. Like, it's so good. I can't say enough good about it. So Yeah, I definitely want to give this one a try. I've been waiting on PC to see if it goes on sale, but I, I doubt it because it has so many good reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go on Steam and everyone's just raving about it, so... I'm gonna have to pay full price for this one, but it's not that expensive. It, it's like what thirty bucks, twenty five, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So I got it for twenty on sale on the Nintendo e store, e shop. So nice. and I, I jumped at that because I was waiting for this game. I was gonna buy it anyways. Yeah. Like I said, I was not expecting something Dang. this good. Like when I played it and I died, and I was like, "Gosh, this is so awesome!" Like just the feeling of awesomeness Dang. as you're playing through this game is like shocking, dude. That's like, crazy. It's so because, good because sometimes for roguelikes, that could be. You know, that could be the deterrent. Maybe you just want a, a quick, you know, couple runs, but you had three poor runs due to RNG and you really didn't progress at all. So it sounds like this fixed that. Like, hey, you at least, let's say your runs weren't productive, but you learned more about the story. So you didn't waste your 30 minutes. You want to keep going. Let me get one more running because I kind of want to know what happens next in the story, you know? Yeah. Another thing is, too, like, Rogue Legacy was a great roguelike. Right. Absolutely. But it was the same kind of combat every time you went mm-hmm. back into yep. the castle. This isn't. And, like, mm-hmm. they kind of encourage you to change up your combat every time because when you go into your weapons room, it's like a weapon hall, and you get to pick your weapon for that run. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one weapon that's infused with, like, um, I can't remember what the item's called, but it's a... a, a it's a item you need to upgrade your guys' abilities. Mm. And one of them's infused with like a 50% bonus to whenever you collect that whatever ah, currency, you get like 50% more of it. So you're nice. you're you can mix. Yeah, you're incentivized mm. uh, to mix I it really up wanted try. to try the sword this time, but oh, so the bow's each weapon, lit up. It changes yeah. each time. Uh, yes, it changes ah. each time. And so every time you walk into the <laughs> weapons hall and you're ready to move on. Right, so you first enter, you go and you hold a dialogue, you spend money, you buy things from the store, you go yeah. to your talent tree and you try to upgrade your guy. Like, okay, I think I'm ready to go to my next run, you know. And you hear all the fun dialogue and story. You're just having a blast. You walk into your weapons hall, and you see which lit weapons lit up in this run. That's dope. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of incentivized to take it because you know it has the bonus, and you really want to collect all that you can. But you might have a weapon you really love. So like, you're always super excited when the weapon you really love is lit up. You're like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be That's fun. Dope. You know, like, so it's just really, really good. I can't say, well done, Super Giant. You really did something incredible here. Um, and I recommend everybody, whoever you are, whatever game you are, to play Hades. I want to. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. So for my number two, number two, my number two is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. <laughs> okay. Good choice. Now I feel Animal Crossing released like some other games at the perfect time. Yep, it In twenty twenty, a year where you were limited on what you're doing, in Animal Crossing, the sky's the limit. Right. It was a you true sandbox. Anywhere. It was a true sandbox <laughs> mm-hmm. that you can do whatever you want, whenever you want had a good online community, had a lot of customizations, and the sky was the limit. If it's 
if this is the type of game that you like, if you like, you know, collecting things, if you like customizing things, if you like tinkering with layouts and designing rooms and collecting knickknacks, designing, if you like Sims kind of games, this is a game for you. Um, I put not as much as my wife. She put over 900 hours in her copy. (laughs) And then she put over 100 hours in my copy. Uh, It blows my mind that she would want to start the game over after she put 900 hours into it. Dude, dude, that's dedication. But, uh, yeah, she was like, I want to restart my game. So she, I was like, well, you're going to restart? That's crazy. <laughs> so I was like, use mine. Just delete. I don't care about mine. Yeah. So, you know, she was playing mine over again. Um, Dang. But it's just a great game. It's yeah. a wholesome game. If you like fishing, if you just like chilling by the beach. I think that might be more time than I put in a WoW in my entire <laughs> WoW career. That was 37 days. That'd be like the equivalent of like 37 days in WoW of playtime. Oh, oh, way more than that. I, I mean... I probably do too, but like that's crazy, man. But I've been playing WoW for a decade, <laughs> dude. During COVID, this has been our go-to. She wow, plays this game that's every crazy, day, man. and yeah. I've had the privilege People of watching her play all the new content. Mm-hmm. Nintendo's really good through the seasons, you know, through every you know change in seasons, so change in weather. Wonderland now. There's everything, yeah. you know. So they're they're doing a really good job at making it fresh. They did a great job of making the villagers unique. There's a reason why you want to keep collecting and trying to get all the villagers because they have different personalities. Um, It's the first Animal Crossing game that I've ever played, and I really liked it. Um, Hmm. So I think that this is a fantastic game. Um, It really set a fantastic time, and I feel like it's it's one of those timeless games. You could always come back to it, um, see what content is new, keep further continuing your village. Keep changing it up. Keep progressing your museum. Um, and, you know, because it's just one of those games where when you collect things, you see. So you, your efforts, you see them. You feel like you're making progress. And I feel like that's always rewarding and that'll keep you coming back. Yeah. So that was my number yeah. two is Animal Crossing. It's a lot of people's number one, man. It's a really good game. I'm actually really curious to hear what your number one is. I think you'll be surprised. I think I know what your number one is. I'm sure. I think I know right. both of you guys are number one. We'll find out. I don't know if you guys know my number one. Yeah, because yeah. Oh, my number, number two? two is The Last of Us 2. Oh, wow. Dang. What so I believe that there is a game that is better than The Last of Us 2. In my opinion. But That's I'll tell you why, too, right. is The Last of Us 2. So it's a masterpiece, right? Yeah. It's It's great. It's a great game. Mm-hmm. There was no bugs in it whatsoever. It was lush, beautiful colors, the scenery, the storytelling was amazing, all that stuff. The gameplay, the stealth, it's just a great game. There's a reason why it won Game of the Year, so there's no doubt about it. Deserves it. it. It deserves it. Yeah, yeah, it deserves that it's get a Game of the Year, yeah. especially with the competition that it had. It mm-hmm. definitely, I definitely feel like it, it won that part. Um I mean, besides the some of the, the hiccups that they had or that we believe that they had with the story, yeah. um, I still feel all in all it was a great game. Mm-hmm. And for that, because there isn't much bad that I can say about the game, is why I deem it is the number two in my list. Um, I do feel like, you know, one and two are kind of like borderline. Like, it's you. you know, it could go either way mm-hmm. at any point in the day. At least that's how it should be. It shouldn't really be like a night and day thing. Um, but I, I do feel like, uh, for me, The Last of Us 2 
was like a game that that uh deserves number two in my spot and and also because I feel like I've gotten the story once and I don't necessarily want to go through it again like it I mean I do understand that in order to max out you know uh Abby and to max out Ellie you got to do the story twice in order to be able to do that Mm -hmm. but I feel because I've experienced everything that there already is to feel to experience and the story's been told uh that there isn't for me a reason to go back and play it again like I haven't I I enjoyed the game to the fullest all the way until the very end of the game. And when the credits rolled, I was like, okay, that was good. (laughs) But I'm done now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to move on to something else. So I haven't gotten that urge to want to play that game again, which is why it didn't make number one for me. Dang. Okay. All right, all right. Now, everybody, y'all been waiting to find out what is our number one game of 2020. So here it is. Go ahead, Ray. Obvious. My number one game is Last of Us 2. <laughs> no surprise here, right? <laughs> Everyone probably knew who's watching our show before. Where that, it was going? Yeah. Knew what at least my number one was going to be, yeah. right? Um, because I think that this game, um, it it is imperfect in some ways and then absolutely the pinnacle of gaming history in other ways mm-hmm. and i have to reward it for that because it is it's the absolute pinnacle pinnacle of gaming achievement in some ways and um in those ways it's just in the details in the perfection of the gameplay in the perfection of how um the characters interact with each other how they tell the story like the story may be flawed but how they tell it is absolutely jaw-dropping i they're really isn't any sometimes words to describe the level of detail and perfection that they put into their world. Um, it's hard to even, it's hard to describe to somebody, um, even in the way that they play. We, we, we've tried, right? We talk here, we try, and we mention these things, but it's hard to even describe until you actually play it and feel it yourself. Feel how the characters move through the grass. Feel how the enemies survey the land and hunt for you. Mm. Feel how the weapons shoot and fire feel how you attack and get someone in stealth mode and how they look and feel these things have to be experienced to really be appreciated right and a lot of people they decided to boycott this game and i get it like i i get it like i'm a conservative whatever you get i get it some of the issues you have with some of the choices they made were political like i get it and I, I can understand, but the game is so incredible. Don't rob yourself of experiencing this game and all of its detailed glory. Um, I do want to go back and play it through again. Like, I do, especially on the PS5. Like, I'm really curious to see how it plays through again on the PS5. I'm really probably for sure going to play through it again if they ever do a PS5 update. Then like I would graphics probably, or something yeah, like that? Yeah, like if you they update they the graphics. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really looking forward to trying I it I think the remastered of The Last of Us is getting like an upgrade right. to the PS5. Exactly. So they're definitely going to do the second exactly. one. And so I, I agree. And and the thing is like um, – I lost my train of thought there for a minute. But The Last of Us 2, to me, in all sense of the word, is perfect in some ways, flawed in other ways. Um 
but I can't wait to play it again. I'm looking forward to play it again. And remember, this game is on the PS4. I mean, when you think about that, you look at Cyberpunk and you're like, gosh, man. And you look at Last of Us too. Like, like you said, like, did we even feel a bug? Did we even see any glitches? I don't think it crashed on me once. Mm. You know, like, no one knows like the kind of effort it takes behind the scenes to deliver that kind of experience. You know, like this game looks better than anything ever produced on the PS4 in the entire existence of a generation. It looks better. It's more detailed and it's bugless and they delivered it on time. I'm sorry, man, but this game is just um, a league of its own. In my opinion, it's in a league of its own. I mean, you can have a different game that you like more, but I'm just talking about in the sense of what they achieved here and what they accomplished. The Last of Us 2 is in an absolute, utter league of its own. Even as much as I hated some of the, the, the story choices, it's so incredible that I can't say enough good about it. Um, it's revolutionary, and for me, it absolutely is worthy of Game of the Year. And there are others. There are some other great games, like even on my list that I absolutely adored. But this game is absolutely in a league of its own. So that's my game of the year. Okay, right, guys. So for Number my one. for my game of the year, I don't know. You might be surprised. You might not be. But I'll I'm tell you why. Stumped, I'll tell you why what it's it my game be. of the year. It was Man Eater. <laughs> no, 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 no. So it came out in March, 2020, right when the COVID outbreak okay. started happening. It's Call of Duty War Zones. Oh wow! Right. That came out in 2020, huh? Yep. Okay. March 2020. Okay. So let me tell you why. Man, I would have never guessed that. That's let me crazy. tell you why this is my game of the year. So I went and thought. What game did I play the most this year? And it was Call of Duty. That's not why it's my game of the right. year. But the reason why Warzones is my game of the year is because I thought back. I've pretty much bought every Call of Duty since Call of Duty 1 on PC like in 20, 2002. Um, I'm a longtime Call of Duty fan. But one thing that I started to hate about Call of Duty was a new game every year. And it kind of, like, things that you liked from the previous games were gone in the wind. Mm -hmm. You had to wait until that franchise, let's say Black Ops, like the Black Ops Zombies. You had to wait for years till the next Black Ops comes out to kind of pick up where you left off, if you will. Right. So what they did with Warzones is they finally made a mode that is going to cross every game that they release ever again. And like mm. bridge the gap and between bridge them, the right? gap yeah. between all these games. Is nice. there guns that you liked? Guess what? They're gonna stay in war zones. Is there particular abilities that you liked? Guess what? They're gonna stay in war zones. Interesting. Is there a particular console or platform that you like? Guess what? It's cross platform. It's free on every console system, and it's free. And your one account rules them all. You bring your account from PC. You play on the PlayStation. Yeah. You bring it to the Xbox. They they broke the barriers down. Mm -hmm. They're you know I feel like they're revolutionizing for first person shooters, and this mode is actually more popular than the bread and butter death match than the bread multiplayer, and butter multiplayer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This Royals. this is my favorite battle royale, and you get to experience the awesome Call of Duty gameplay. If you like Call of Duty for first person shooters. Mm -hmm. This encompasses all the perfect, you know, gunplay. 
And this improves on one gripe that people have. They hate that you instantly die. You instantly die. You instantly die. Okay. Well, yeah. in War Zones, they added armor that stacks. So you have, instead of 100 hit points in the regular game, I'm kind of simplifying it. In this game, you have 250 health okay. compared to like 100. So with the same gun you have, it's like you're killing two and a half people. So it's more of a lasting gameplay. It's not just... I spawned and they saw me through yeah, the corner of my eye. Yeah, got you, you know. What I mean? So, yeah. granted, you can still get sniped and RPG'd and things, which makes sense. Like, if you get RPG'd, you should die. There should be no. Right. But mm-hmm. it it's more lasting. It's more tactical. You have to really communicate with your team. Or if you just want to play singles, you're not punished. You can play a mode where it's just 1v1v1. Mm-hmm. So, okay. there's many different... You know, That's avenues. How I would play it. There's many different avenues to play, and they all have their typical feel. And you know, um, Activision does a great job at, or whoever's developing the game, they do a great job at making it fresh. There's you know, season passes. There's um, you know, added content, added skins. Every holiday that comes around, they add something special to make it feel fresh. So for a free game, just like Genshin Impact, this game is worth buying if it was 60 bucks i would buy it Mm -hmm. and it's just awesome to know that this they're gonna keep this game going and for example the new uh, cold war that come out it's free this weekend so i'll be able to try some of the new guns and use Mm -hmm. them you know in war zones if there's a cold war weapon that i like i can download you know i could play you know uh the standard death match and level that gun up so Mm -hmm. when i go back to war zone i'm fully unlocked all the attachments so they just did a great game. They did a great way at giving you a taste and giving you a reason to buy the full game if you want. Because I went out and bought the Modern Warfare. Yeah. I played the campaign. I did everything. I actually I I bought it to play upgrade it all. Your weapons, right? Upgrade it and mm-hmm. sell it. But I actually kept it. I liked it. Um, yeah. So they did. They did a great way of just it's making genius their what they did. franchises yeah. mesh with each other. Like. This is mm-hmm. genius. Like, good yeah, good job to you. Definitely, man. This was my game of the year. I was playing it last night, as a matter of fact, with Eric Wilson. Shout mm-hmm. out to Squid. Shout out to Joe. You know, we were playing it. We picked up where we left off when we were played together before, and it was it's just a fun it's just a fun time. So that was my game of the year. Okay. So you just heavy into the first person shooters. Man. He's heavy into the multiplayer games, if you notice his list. Yeah. It should yeah, kind of gives an insight into kind of the games we play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Interesting. It's sure. a good one. Yeah, you picked Rogue Company, you picked um, that was my 10, and Fall my Guys, one. you picked um, Warzone. Wasteland? Wait, no, that no, was Wasteland. One. I, only, yeah. I think I only picked three multiplayer games. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I thought good. I'm just from what yeah. I'm remembering, you have quite a few multiplayer games. Yeah. I didn't have any. <laughs> gotcha. I don't think I had any. <laughs> All right, so uh, my number one, right, wasn't The Last of Us 2. I know, I'm shocked. What is it? My number one is actually Neo 2. Oh, wow. So the reason why... That's crazy. That's one game I haven't played yet. I actually got that on Black Friday for like nine bucks. I'm really excited to play it. Did you? They had had just released uh, the uh, combination one. So they gave you Neo 1 and Neo 2. And I believe it's going to be able to be played on the PS5 with the mm. upgraded graphics and whatnot, but it was like a, you know, like the, the combo to give both of them. Yeah. See, I know for certain if I had played that, it would have been on my top 10 for sure. Something would have been booted off, uh-huh. but I don't know if it would have been better than any of my top three though, but I got to hear it. Let me hear this. Cause you so, played this thing, man. You loved it. All right. So I really love like the souls games, right? Dark souls, sure. mm-hmm. demon souls. I want to play that, but I really enjoyed the first one. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I enjoy that agony of getting defeated multiple times and then finally being being able to triumph. You know what I mean? That 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 feeling of accomplishment, right. that rush mm-hmm. that you're getting when you're playing the game Definitely. because some stuff is like feeling. it's literally like you're on the edge because you almost got that guy beat, but he could pull off something to kill you mm-hmm. or whatever. Um and I I just kind of I enjoy the games where it feels like I'm learning, like I'm progressing. You know what I mean? That I'm not just doing the same, uh, you know, hit moves or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I'm trying to, like, maneuver around this right. guy and learn how to dance with this guy. Right. You know what I mean? And be able to defeat him. Um, so, Neo 1, I really enjoyed that game. But the one thing that it was lacking was the story. I didn't really care about the story. Right. So I just skipped past all that stuff. It was all about, you know, what's the next level? You know, let me get over there, play that, whatever. But Neo 2 was like a completely different thing. Um, and maybe it was because of the fact that you got to customize your own character. So it was you instead mm-hmm. of William, who was the protagonist in the first one. Um, or maybe it was just, I don't I don't know. Maybe it was like uh, something extra about the story. But the I felt like I was really involved in the story as it progressed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, each little uh, part of the map, told like a different story you know there was different characters that you came across Mm -hmm. that had um the different the different ways that they they lived and then they might have died um or like the scenarios that they came across and then you get to see these guys in the afterlife Uh and then you talk to them and then they have like requests of you to you know go and get this or go and stop that person or just come fight me like you know i died in battle like i want you to fight me to just to to see you know, where I really mm-hmm. gauge. You beat this guy who beat me. So I just wanna I wanna fight you and see, you know, where we stand. You know, um, but there was a lot of things to do. Um, I felt like you couldn't just go through I mean, you'd have to really, really know the map, but it was hard to just go through the map and find everything that you needed to find in the map. You'd have to go in a couple of times maybe. Um, there was always uh something to collect. The loot grind, because there was tons of gear that dropped for you. And there was always, uh, it was always random. So, you know, you're sitting there hunting for like the perfect piece to go towards your build or whatnot. And, you know, sometimes it drops here only with this person or whatever. Um, but it was that, that constant hunt. Um, I, I loved that the maps looked really cool. They looked detailed. Um, your character looked great. Like, you know, the, the game looked beautiful. Right. Um, definitely not on the level of like Tilu two or um, yeah. or uh, Ghost of Tsushima mm-hmm. or something like that in that detail, but it looked really great. And the fact that you could see all of your items, but it was just more on, fun for you all than that anything else this year, right? Yeah, yeah, it was it was super fun. I I invested a lot of time into it. I'm not even good on builds, mm-hmm. so you know I'm sitting there watching videos and trying to figure out how to do builds and different things like that. But just figuring out how things work. Uh, the new weapons that they added in compared to the first one, um, the fact that they've dropped uh, a DLC already, and I think they're dropping another one soon, I believe, if mm-hmm. they haven't dropped it. Actually, they just dropped it about like a week ago, so I got to get back on it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's one of those things where it's not like a bike. Like, if you fall off mm-hmm. of it, and you forget to like, you know, you don't ride it after a while. Like you got to go back in right. and relearn it. You know what I mean? Because 
it's you have to like know how your character is moving and how he's working just to add a new weapon in. You can't just go into, uh, you know, continuing the levels that you've been doing. You should probably go back to one of them old-ass levels that you was in and <laughs> try your new weapon out and figure it out in there. Right. Because if you go into the new, you're going to get wrecked. And you're going to be like, damn, why can't I progress? Mm. Because you, you got to figure out how to work the weapon. So it's almost like some skill, some finesse to being able to progress using all of these different weapons and there's they're versatile. And then, you know, you have the the aspect where you can fight against other players. You know what I mean? And that was always cool in Dark Souls. So, you know, to add this. So essentially it's like if I didn't because I didn't get my Demon Souls this year, right? I didn't get a Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. This was my Dark Souls. And so therefore because I love that type of that genre of game, mm -hmm. that type of game so much. I was just so invested in it. Right. Like I just wanted to keep playing. I wanted to get to the end. Yeah, I, I mean, all I'm sure if Elden Ring released like this year, it would have been all of our number ones, right? But we didn't have that, you right? Know? Right. So, I mean, I'm super excited to play Neo. Like I'm really excited to play Neo too. Like I'm really pumped to try it. And like I said, like if I had played it, I'm sure without a doubt it would have been on my top ten. Mm -hmm. um, I would have to really see if it would overtake one of my top three games, but. But yeah, I'm pumped to play it, man. And like, you know, you really liked it. And so that means quite a bit, you know, for me wanting to try it. Um, so interesting choice, man. I never would have. I wasn't even thinking. That wasn't even what I was thinking. You forgot about Nia Yeah, too, I huh? forgot, man. I forgot about <laughs> yeah. too. I totally forgot about Warzone. I would have never even <laughs> yeah. ever guessed that. Like, yeah, I definitely wasn't thinking about Warzone. That was totally out of the left field. But I get why you love it. Like, I get all the reasons why you love it. You know, yeah. it is a very, it's a very well done game. It is. And it's captivated the world, man. Everyone loves Warzone. For so. sure. You know, can't go wrong with Tilo 2. You know, being in the oh, top five, sure. that's it's definitely, you know, a yeah. great. Tilo 2 is just game. so great, man. That I I don't know. I just feel like I'm insulting it somewhat by not placing it number one because it's so awesome in, in what it did. Like, it just, it's so, there's such a cut above, man. Like, I wish more studios. Part of it's this part of my number one is just Naughty Dog giving them just kudos because they're just there's there's such an incredible studio they the way that they put the detail in the games I mean it's so crazy like I was even watching some video playback recently and like when you see someone and you're like you're pointing your gun and you shoot them and you hit them in the face like it even shows that the the, the trajectory of the bullet went like into their face right you know oftentimes like human face it just blows their face up you don't know what happened but like it shows where it exactly where it hit them yeah. and like the tur the angle and trajectory it took. And then their face like slacks like a normal face. I mean, it's just like this is mind-boggling kind of detail that I don't think any of us can even com fully comprehend yeah. that they did. And then they didn't just do it. They did it on a PS4, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not a PC, not a PS5. Like, it's just really incredible. And I, I can't I can't. I didn't feel right not giving it my number one spot, even if I may have had a little more fun with like Hades, mm -hmm. like if I'm being honest. Right. You know, I just couldn't believe what they did with last of us two. And so because of that, I just, it has to be the best game. It has to be in my yeah. opinion. And so it's totally worthy of game of the year. Even if you thought there was a better game, like it's worthy of that yeah. crown. Like I said, when we were talking about the game awards, I definitely saw it. Yeah. Worthy. I unfortunately didn't play it. Mm. I will get to it eventually, yeah. but I, I know how well crafted the game is. You know, I know the story, but it seems like the journey is the most important yeah. part of the game. Like the story. The journey is the so what's I'm exactly really, perfect really way of putting it. Excited to play that game one day. Yeah. yeah. And that's interesting about Warzone because um I would feel like if you're incorporating all of the different games, 
right? Like black ops and, you know, and, and advanced modern warfare, warfare yeah. advanced, whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You're incorporating all those different types of guns and perks and things like that. It would seem like there would be some guns in certain uh, sectors of the game that would be just like more OP than the you're, others. You're absolutely 100% right. One thing I love about War Zones is whatever I'm going to call it the flavor of the month is, mm-hmm. they're so quick to modifying it accordingly. So when I played before, my top guns weren't top guns anymore. Mm-hmm. They always balance and adjust things accordingly uh-huh. to make the game feel fresh. But you're absolutely right. There is times when this is the best gun. And then a month later, they'll gimp it and then it's no longer it, the it best. It won't be as good. Okay. Um, so the, the, it's really good. They're really good at making things um, feel fresh. Right, and then like a a level playing field. Yes, but you're absolutely right. There's times when there's a gun that's the best. Like, no, there's no way this you know particular gun can at short range and long range be this good. They fix it. (laughs) Yeah, you know. So, but that does happen absolutely. And I feel like that's the cool thing in games when something feels overpowered. It feels good. Be like, ah, yeah, you know. Um, but they do a good balancing act for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things that I love about Neo too is like, you know, you can get like that perfect build. You know, where you you found like some of the pieces that you really need and then you're able to put them all together and then you're using this weapon and you're just shredding through things. And it's just like it's so satisfying so cool, right? <laughs> because yeah. you're just decimating yeah. all of your enemies as you go through it. And it's pretty cool, you know, that that, you know, that they have that stuff. But, you know, there's like another expansion that's come out. So, you know, there's like three, three, um, you know, sort of like games or whatever worth mm-hmm. of material. Nice. to go through and like i said you know if you don't if you're not consistently playing it it's like a reset you know what i mean right. when i when i went into tango's disciple uh i had to like relearn everything i was getting smashed on you know from like the silliest little enemies until i could figure out how to use the new weapon that they brought into the game so i'm interested see. to see what this other one this other expansion is going to be now that I think of it, I might have to pause on Cyber so, <laughs> yeah. so that I can do the uh, last DLC. Because I mean, I like out of all the games that I bought that I bought over the year, um, and even you know in previous years, I rarely ever get like the deluxe version mm-hmm. or whatever of the game. You know, I mean, it, maybe it's got to be like a real good deal or something like that on it. But I kind of like hold off on that because I don't know exactly what the DLC is going to be if it's going to entice me enough to want right. to buy it or whatever. And uh, but this one, I automatically knew I wanted. Dude, it. You liked Neo a lot, yeah, man. yeah. So yeah. I already yeah. knew. Oh, I want the yeah. DLC pack on this yeah, one, dude. so I'm gonna go ahead and get that. You know, that's just like if you know if Demon Souls had had a DLC pack, or if Dark Souls or Elden Ring, they have. A, I'm getting it. Mm-hmm. Like it's just gonna be yeah. a given. You know, yeah. I'm getting it. I'm really so, considering buying the uh, DLC pack for Valhalla because I'm really loving Valhalla right now. I didn't even know they had a DLC. They pack. have a season pass. I thought pass. they were. Okay. Yeah, season pass. Because right, I knew that they were adding, they've added some new mm-hmm. stuff in, but I, I thought it was sort of free. I didn't know it was uh, something you had to pay. Yeah, for I think they have a season all. pass for oh, it okay. too. So. Okay. That's dope. Yeah, right. I'm really loving it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's it. That's our top five, our top ten. You know what I mean of 2020. Yep, 2020. Uh, again, if you guys didn't uh, catch the six through ten, you know, go back to the other video, episode thirty. Check that out, man. What, what you doing? <laughs> Yeah. You know, but um, thanks for uh, rocking with us this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been fun, and there's more to come. Yep. Uh, you know, we might start off the year with the most anticipated. Mm-hmm. Look know? forward so, to that. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely stay tuned to that episode. Uh, we definitely going to try to get some things shaking, uh, maybe get some giveaways or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did create those little Christmas shirts. Uh, if you want, <laughs> if you want one, holla at me. But I haven't really put them up. 
Um, so we're going to try to see if we can come up with some little shirts that maybe, you know, the community can get a part of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we can, you know, let, let folks know we love gaming. You know what yeah. I mean? But, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, hope you guys all had a great 2020. Um, down in the comments below, uh, if you hated any of our selections or <laughs> if you know, thought please. that anything should have been added on there that we didn't add on, if you thought Neo 2 did know. not deserve that one, you know what I mean? It's yeah. my opinion. It's your yeah. opinion, but yeah. let me know. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll chat, I'll chop it up with you about it and we can discuss that down there in the comments. Uh, we probably going to have another question of the week down mm-hmm. there also. So, you know, go ahead and, and contribute to that too. Uh, best response or whatever you know that or one that we feel is you know like a good response we'll go ahead and bring it up on the uh the the first episode of the year um but yeah so if i didn't say it before like comment subscribe please hey, yo, please and uh we'll catch you guys next year see you next year happy Deuces. new year peace peace i love you me